Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Even if there are 10 other companies out there doing what you're trying to do, they're not you. Mm -hmm. So figuring out what it is that you can do that makes you a little bit different or, you know, your perspective or your experiences, um, how can you make whatever it is you're doing just a little bit different? Mm-hmm. And just remembering that just because they are already doing it doesn't mean that it's necessarily better. It just means they've been doing it a little bit longer. Welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and that clip was from today's guest, Roya. Roya is the co-founder of Booster Stacks, a positive affirmation card deck. And today she talks about how she made her career pivot from being in the in-person live events marketing industry to her card decks because of being laid off during COVID. She also chats about gratitude journaling, daily affirmations, having a growth mindset, and so much more. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I am the founder and creator of Booster Stacks a positivity and empowerment card brand. I started the company after getting laid off from my event marketing job, thanks COVID, (laughs) and needed to pivot and create something new. And kind of from a dark place of sadness, I was able to create something that I truly hope will help other people who are struggling during this kind of difficult time. Mm. So I know a lot of people, including myself, were laid off during COVID and that kind of made a lot of people pivot. But I know some people just still are just looking for a job. What kind of made you decide to go the route of starting your own business? So working in the event marketing industry, and my background before that was in uh, like large music festivals and concerts, kind of another industry that is not coming back in soon Mm. because of that I really wanted to pivot but I wanted to pivot in a way that kind of met my interests as well you know I was applying for jobs and frustrated that you know what I've been working so hard for in my career wasn't coming back in the way that it was Mm. it's hard to hard to see how long we're going to be in this and truly I'd been wanting to start a business for a while I'm just going the idea came to me and I ran with it Yeah. yeah Can you tell us a little bit more about your company? Yeah, so Booster Stacks, our main product is a card deck. Our very first one is called the Better Days Stack. Uh, A little stack of cards. So there's 52 cards, and each card has a different like positive or motivational or growth mindset-oriented message. And our plan is to come up with other decks in the future. We're working on other, like, kind of more specific themed decks. Mm. And then other merchandise that goes along with these, like, you know, positive or inspirational messages. Mm-hmm. The idea with the deck is you can use, you can use it as needed. Um, you can do one card per day or per week or 
even as needed, sometimes I'll pick up a deck and just kind of start shuffling through it. Yeah. Just draw a card, see what the message is, and then kind of reflect on the intention. Mm-hmm. And part of our idea behind the company was to make intention setting a little bit more accessible. But now, like, even like that term, it sounds very cold and clinical and serious. Tense. And we wanted something that was really easy to use and not like too like spiritual, woo woo. <laughs> like a lot of affirmation cards are. Like they're not anything new mm-hmm. um, by any means, but a lot of them are definitely more spiritual oriented or just maybe just not something some you know, your average person would pick up and gravitate towards. And this is kind of like that gateway step into, you know, other self-improvement or pursuing other, you know, mental health steps or Mm. just something, again, super accessible. So someone's never heard of, like, daily affirmations. Can you explain what they are and kind of how they help? Yeah, absolutely. So daily affirmations are just a little uh, affirmative or just positive or nice message for yourself. Um, oftentimes you'll see them phrased in the, um, in I am statements, like I am strong, I am beautiful, Mm. I am, um, I am brave, things like that. Mine are a little bit different. They're not phrased as I am statements, but they are just kind of like little like thought starters or just phrases or almost quotes. Um, so for example, kind words cost nothing. Mm. Um, it's not in like, I am honest, but it's, or I am kind. It's just a reminder, kind words cost nothing. And it's something that you can take with you throughout the day. So whether an affirmation or a positive message, it's something that kind of just gets the wheels in your brain turning. And hopefully you kind of take that intention with you, you know, throughout your day or throughout the week. And it's something you're able to kind of keep in the back of your mind and uplift you a little bit. How did you kind of get into this like I guess realm of things did you have other packs of cards that you liked and you wanted something different or kind of how did that come into fruition um so the whole idea kind of came um this year for me it was really difficult um I went through a breakup about two weeks before the lockdown happened and then the lockdown happened and I couldn't really you know cope with things in you know my old normal ways I couldn't be busy with friends or throw myself into my job or, you know, pursue other dating or, you know, just all the ways we're normally busy, go to the gym, go on hikes. Um, we're all locked down and just kind of like in it. Mm. And I had a hard time with that mentally. And I know a lot of other people did as well. And I, you know, found myself on my phone a whole lot is doom scrolling. <laughs> and I started coming across all these different positive messages on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And when I found one that really resonated with me, I would save it. And when I was, you know, bummed out, I could go back into my save folder and just kind of scroll through, like the opposite of doom scrolling. (laughs) And I could scroll scroll through and just kind of read all these things that just affirmed, like, everything's going to be okay. Like, I can do hard things. Like, this isn't forever. Things are going to get better. And it gave me that little positivity boost, you know, that little little dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And I found it was really helping. And I had seen cards like this, like I said, that are maybe a little similar, um, a little bit more like the I am statements or a little bit more spiritual. You know, like the universe has this plan for you. And 
even for me, like I, I'm a registered yoga teacher. I, I worked for a company previously that was really in that sort of you know, Eastern philosophy um, branding, and I, it was not nothing new to me. And even still, some of these like they can be a little out there in my background of being a little bit of a cynic. Um, <laughs> and even for me, they again, you're a registered yoga teacher. Like I'm very much attuned to some of these things. And, it was still a little much, and mm-hmm. but these really, you know, cute, fun fonts on Instagram were really relatable and easy to use, and I wanted to create something that other people could connect with that, I guess, was a little, just a little bit more accessible and for everyone, mm-hmm. and I've been doing a lot of self-help and therapy and different things kind of to work on my own mental health over the last two years and I think I was able to take a lot of the things I'd read or learned or been studying in that sense through kind of just the work I'd been doing Mm -hmm. and just kind of piece together what I had found helpful or what had really resonated with me and when I approached my business partner who actually designed the deck um kind of you know reached out to her like you know how does this quote feel to you does it resonate with you What, what does it make you think of and I was able to bounce things off her and a few other friends as well to see like really what stuck. And it was really cool to see what resonated with some people mm-hmm. and what didn't and vice versa. Yeah. Um, how did you decide to have a business partner? Um, that's a good question. So <laughs> my business partner, Sam, she actually, honestly, she kind of inspired me. We had worked together previously um about a year ago we actually had prior to the covid layoff we had both been laid off from companies a really late 2018 Mm -hmm. and we found ourselves working together at a kombucha company Hmm. and you know we both we were both kind of fresh off this layoff and you know it really kind of rattles your self-esteem and we Mm -hmm. bonded kind of you know connecting over that and chatting i think we've been laid off within within about two weeks of each other like really similar timeline and we were starting this new job and kind of you know, thrown into the key to things there mm-hmm. and um, you know just someone I really got along with well and then when COVID happened and you know kind of the next next round of layoffs yeah. um, she decided to start her own business doing graphic design work mm-hmm. and it wasn't something she had a really extensive background in she just kind of went all in on it and a lot of like learning while going and um I really admired that I really respected it and when I had the idea for the card deck I reached out to her I think the same day actually and was like hey this is my idea this is kind of roughly what it would look like do you have the time and energy and interest to take this on Mm -hmm. um because it's you do design I am not visually creative at all (laughs) um I don't really have the eye for that like I Sam and I spent many hours going back and forth, um, and I I didn't have like the words to describe it. Like this is fun, but can you make it more like whimsical? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, graphic design is not my forte at all. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more like business marketing side. Um, so when finding a business partner, having someone who who their skills really complement your skills, like. Yeah. My strong points are here. Her strong points are there. They fit together perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what I lack, she has, and vice versa. I think that was really important. Um, 
And then also being friends already, we have, you know, good open communication. We know how each other works. There's a lot of mutual respect, um, a lot of mutual trust. Um, Mm. Yeah, those, honestly, I love having a business partner because it's helped me, I think, stay accountable as well. I think if it had just been my idea and just kind of blindly going (laughs) off into the woods, I honestly, I probably would have talked myself out of it at some point. But Mm -hmm. having another person there to set timelines with and goals and we both motivate each other, we hold each other accountable. Um, It's really been a a great match. Yeah, yeah. I've. It's kind of funny because like I know, especially early on when I started my business, like it felt super lonely and like you're kind of doing everything by yourself and like I never even considered getting a business partner like I I don't know but you saying that like I think definitely for some people it it would definitely make sense and it especially if it's someone that compliments you like that that kind of makes up for what you maybe lack and they you make up for what they lack and it makes sense yeah I think it's probably yeah luck that I found that person (laughs) that we just happened to have like no complimentary skills I've really enjoyed it and honestly she's based in Chicago and I'm in Seattle so even during the lockdown you know everything we did was via zoom or facetime or phone calls and part of the COVID world (laughs) we live in now (laughs) how did you guys basically figure out how to actually create and sell the decks so honestly it's been a lot of kind of just learning through doing mm-hmm. um I had the idea originally I reached out to Sam about you know creating the artwork um a lot of google um <laughs> this isn't my background at all like I worked in live music and events um like if you've ever been to like a music festival and you see a, a corporate brand with like a booth there mm-hmm. that's the kind of marketing mm-hmm. I did um so even like learning like social media marketing has been new for me so Googling a lot, um, <laughs> like I wanted to make a card deck, so I Googled card deck manufacturers, um, mm. then started researching and just faced with a whole bunch of questions, like how, what kind of card stuff do I want? What kind of box do I want? How many do I want to order? You know, is country of origin important to me? Um, just a lot of things I had never considered before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never produced a product before, so just really a lot of just learning through doing it and a lot of googling yeah which again then brings up the imposter syndrome I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing Uh, but everything you can figure everything out like sometimes it takes you know asking questions or you know reaching out to friends or your network but google helps yeah I feel like we're so lucky because literally anything we can google and (laughs) or youtube and figure it out exactly like anything I don't know and when we get it further into it like you know it's one thing to find someone to make the cards and to get a sample and oh, we need to change this or change that and but then we get into like you know legally what is required to be on a label or sales mm-hmm. tax laws in the United States there are some complex things I had never thought about very quickly I became very overwhelmed with all the things I didn't know yeah. and it would have been really easy to fall in with like dark pit of oh I'm overwhelmed can't I don't know what I'm doing like other people who know more than me will just do this and I I'm out of my league but you can't do that you gotta Mm -hmm. just break everything into like very small little bits and you 
take it one little project at a time. <laughs> like, okay, today I'm going to understand label laws. And mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out what needs legally to be on this label. And if I don't get it figured out, it's okay. Labels change. Logos change. Everything is an evolution. And mm-hmm. you're really trying to beat that perfection paralysis. That was hard in the beginning for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I was always like a straight A student. So starting my own business, I wanted everything to be perfect. And I definitely waited much longer than I needed to, to launch anything because I wanted it to be so perfect. And then eventually I realized that no matter how long I take, it's not going to be perfect. And it's better to just put it out and then get feedback and make it better or to run into something. (laughs) Yeah. It can change or evolve or you can pivot as needed. Just get it out there and start doing it mm-hmm. rather than letting that, oh, like, it needs to be exactly right, anxiety get to you. Yeah. It's a practice, though. Like, it's, I'm still struggling with it to this day, but yeah, just, you know, like everything. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. So I know that, I know you mentioned imposter syndrome and facing that kind of as you're going through this, do you have any tips for someone that is feeling like, oh, well, I'm someone else is already doing this 10 times better than I could, so why bother? <laughs> I think it's really important to just be aware of how we talk to ourselves, and this is true of starting a business or even just daily things in life, but how we talk to ourselves is so important, and Yes, it's easy to get down on yourself, like, oh, someone else can do it better. I don't know what I'm doing. But instead of doing that, what if you shifted it to, well, like, I'm going to learn. I'll learn this skill. And, you know, I can do hard things. And just remembering that. And Mm -hmm. that's where my cards come in. You can use the cards (laughs) for things like that. But even just making sure you leave yourself positive messages or you talk to yourself with kindness. Um. Like, everything can be figured out. Like, none of these entrepreneurs who have started, you know, any of these successful companies, no one's done it before. Everyone has a first time, and everyone Mm. learns somehow. Even if there are 10 other companies out there doing what you're trying to do, they're not you. Mm. So figuring out what it is that you can do that makes you a little bit different or, you know, your perspective or your experiences, um, how can you make whatever it is you're doing just a little bit different Mm -hmm. and just remembering that just because they are already doing it doesn't mean that it's necessarily better just means they've been doing it a little bit longer and with practice you're gonna learn too but like I said I think just how we talk to ourselves and this could be true of anything like you know fitness or starting a new job or you know your own business but it's so so easy to compare ourselves to other people comparison is the thief of joy do you have any tips on like because I know I've dealt with this myself is like when you're comparing yourself to someone's like chapter 10 and you're on chapter 2 and you realize that but then kind of that like impatientness sets in (laughs) instant gratification I I know it so well yeah um tips for that I think whatever you need to do to be cognizant of that that's what's going on mm. like everything takes time here's actually here's a good quote for it <laughs> quote queen the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit so everything takes time mm. and as much as we're all instant gratification and 
like I'm so hard on myself with so many things. You just gotta be like, hey, like I'm learning. It takes a while. Consistency yeah. is important, and you just gotta be patient. And maybe that's something you include in your daily affirmations or journaling mm-hmm. of whatever, whether it's a quote like the the seed and the fruit, or just you know big things take time or little steps add up, um, whatever it is that resonates with you. Mm-hmm. If that's what, if that's what you're struggling with, it's probably the thing you need the most to work on. So like if it's impatience, then, you know, that kind of like knee jerk reaction or resistance probably means you need to work on your patience in general. So this is an opportunity <laughs> to work on it. I think part of it too is being grateful for where you're at now Um, And I know one thing you talk a lot about is gratitude journaling. So can you share how it's helpful and how you do it? Yeah. So this year I really started gratitude journaling. And this is actually an idea that came from my therapist. uh, Shoot, probably a year or two ago. And I've never been a big journaler. So she was kind of like, yeah, I want you to start doing this. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Like, that's not going to help anything. Like, what? handwriting whatever I know I'm silly um so kind of like I said the pandemic for me kind of really like rocked my world and my habits and my routine was just out the window Mm. and that's when I really started gratitude journaling so how I do it and everyone does it differently there's so many different ways just find what works for you but what I do is I try to write down five things every day that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. I usually do it at the end of the day. And I try to make them specific things like from that day in particular. Um, so like, for example, this morning I went on a walk with my friend. But at the end of the day, I might include that. of like, I'm really thankful for the quality time I got to spend with my friend today on our walk when we talked about such and such. Like, I try to make it fairly specific so my brain really thinks about it. Mm. And just try to find little things. Like, I'm thankful for, like, the lunch I had today. It was really good. Or I'm really thankful I, you know, made myself go to the gym even though I wasn't really in the mood. I felt a lot better afterward. Um, And then sometimes I will include bigger things. Um, You know, I bought a house this year amidst the pandemic. Um, Because sometimes now I'll be like, yeah, I'm really grateful that I have you know a place to live and that I, I am at where I'm at um where I'm thankful for you know my health or my family's health those have been really relevant things this year mm-hmm. but I do try to keep them specific to the day and I've read that this helps us throughout the day you start kind of looking for things to be thankful for because you know at the end of the day you mm-hmm. are going to be needing to find those five things yeah so, and kind of in addition to that, I, it's gotten me journaling more in general, which I think is a great, as, as much as I poo-pooed it to begin with, I do think it's a really great practice because it just makes you a little bit more aware of your day. And I'm so, like, grateful for so many things. It just kind of turned into, like, a bigger sort of gratitude journaling practice. Mm-hmm. But my bare minimum every day is to do the five things at the end of the night. If I have time and energy and want to write about more stuff or events or just kind of brain dump into my journal. I mm-hmm. will. But always at the end, it's, you know, today I'm thankful for, I do five bullets, maybe some extra if I'm feeling very grateful. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and but there's many different ways. I know some people will do it in the morning, or they might do three points, or it, it looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, whatever works for you and your schedule, I really, I found it so helpful, and I really felt a big shift in just how I view things and how how grateful I am for so many little things. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Um, do you just use like a blank notebook, or do you have like a specific one you use? I do. Yeah, I just use a blank notebook. Try to keep it with me, like I'm traveling somewhere or going out of town. But yeah, just a plain blank notebook. Um, originally, I had one that was just specifically for gratitude and mm-hmm. one for other journaling. Mm-hmm. And I can, I think I got lazy. <laughs> I just kind of combined them. I just make like a section mm-hmm. at the end of my day. Of like, you know, today I'm thankful for this. And it just kind of gets thrown in there. So something else I wanted to talk to you about is having a growth mindset. Can you kind of share what that is and how to have one? Yeah, of course. Um, so a growth mindset is how we view kind of the world and opportunities. So there's two types of mindsets. There's fixed mindset and growth. Um, there, there are some great books and blogs that can really deep dive into this, which I highly recommend. But kind of the short version is like a fixed mindset we believe we are just kind of inherently like it is how it is and like if I'm bad at something then I'm just I'm flawed and terrible I should just give up (laughs) yeah yeah versus like a growth mindset is more like okay well I'm not very good at this so this is an opportunity to get better at it like for example like in school say you you get a bad grade on a spelling test like if you Mm -hmm. have fixed mindset you're like well I'm bad at spelling and you just identify as that you you personified it you're like well I'm a bad speller so why try I'm never gonna be good at it so I'll just I just won't yeah <laughs> which we do as kids a lot um like how many times you're like oh I'm just bad at math yeah you just hey, I accept it I'm just bad this is my fate yeah. <laughs> end of story um or with a fixed mindset you get a bad grade on a spelling test and you go okay well yes this is something I need to work on and it's possible to learn because people who are good at spelling aren't just born good at it so I'll put in some extra time and we'll we'll do the work and see where it goes Mm -hmm. um so for me like with my business it's something I've really taken to heart a lot of like yeah I I know nothing about sales tax so rather than just being all like well I'm just not good at business because I don't know it shoot um (laughs) I view it as this is an opportunity to then learn Mm -hmm. and now this is now just another skill I have in my pocket um same with you know, social media, I, I'm a millennial, I grew up with it, but doesn't mean I knew inherently how to use it for my business. Mm-hmm. So rather than just being intimidated and just shutting down because I didn't know how to do it or just outsourcing it to someone, like, well, this is an opportunity. I'll learn by trying it out. And then I'll, at least I'll know I've built up this skill. Um, yeah, like everything is, you can view things as big roadblocks, like, oh, the road ends here or mm-hmm. well at least I figure out how to go around the roadblock and I've got <laughs> another tool in my belt for later so even like with my business um I obviously I'm, I want to be optimistic I hope for the best I you know starting out as like, well you know I really hope this takes off or I hope I break even um but we're just gonna see what happens and you know worst case I've learned about launching a product or I've learned about starting a business and I mm-hmm. learned, you know, how to file an LLC and a lot of good came from it. 
Um, So it's kind of like also it helps you find, I think, the bright side in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, so win-win, either my business takes off and I'm good and golden and we go from there, or my business fails, but the win-win is at least I learned a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And maybe I can take those things and apply them to the next business or the next project. Um, It makes you a little bit less, like, I think, shakeable. Mm. when you know like well you know there was a reason or a lesson or some good will come from it Mm -hmm. even you know like a failed relationship some people are just like oh like I'm just gonna wallow in my misery about how my relationship failed oh well I learned a lot of things from it and I'm gonna take those things and apply them to the next one Mm -hmm. and at least there was that yeah yeah I definitely agree with that way of thinking I know when you go into starting a business, you want it to work out. But I tell my clients all the time that like, even if your first like attempt of whatever you're going to put out there, if like it completely, no one buys it, everyone hates it, like everyone unfollows you, like <laughs> you, you still learned something along the way. And because I'm always focusing on building people's personal brands So I'm like, as long as your values are there and you're still putting out those values out into the world, then it doesn't really matter whether or not this one idea works out. You're still building your personal brand. So like even if you don't make a million dollars this year or whatever, like a year from now, you still put in a year of building your reputation and growing and learning so like it's never for nothing like you're not losing you know yeah and yet we get so scared of like well like what if what if it fails oh no like people are gonna judge me on the internet like Mm -hmm. no like you're you learned and you're old with the punches (laughs) and you moved on to the next thing and look at how much you grew how much more you know this year than Mm -hmm. you last year yeah celebrate that yeah yeah I think a big part of that is that just like when you go to college or like choose your first like you're like oh I'm gonna go to beauty school or something and then it's kind of like if you don't stick with that then everyone's like oh well you like obviously picked the wrong thing and like failed or whatever but it's like it's not supposed to be like life isn't some end point that you're like trying to like make it to one day and then you're like good and you like stay the same the rest of your life like (laughs) yeah like into the video game you won <laughs> like no like it's all like learning and growing and you know like I said your unique experiences your unique path that got you to wherever you are mm-hmm. probably valuable like things you can then apply to whatever it is you're doing so pretty AF is a lot about giving back and being philanthropic so I wanted you to share in what ways do you give back and why do you think that's important yeah, um, one thing just kind of like with the nature of our brand being so geared towards mental health, um, you know, just putting positivity out there and putting these messages out there. Like, even if no one, maybe you don't buy a deck, you still follow our social media. I hope that the positivity and intent has an impact and still mm-hmm. you know, maybe makes your day a little bit better. And maybe you pay that forward and, you know, you're a little bit kinder to your barista or, you know, just it carries out into the world. Because um, I think that's really important in general. Just if your intention or your energy is, you know, having a good impact on people, mm-hmm. 
it you know it creates ripples and waves it doesn't just stick with you in that one moment um I would love to start you know doing some different collaborations um and you know maybe doing some you know charitable give backs with the company as mm. we grow but also I think just being there for people is probably sounds like such a small thing but just being able to listen and be there for you know either friends or strangers and just giving the gift of time like time is the only resource that we can't regenerate like you can always make more money mm-hmm. but you have a very finite amount of time so I value that a lot and yeah. especially right now like I think mental health and not feeling alone are really huge so just really making the time to be present and listen um and even with like customers people who bought decks or interact with our brand in some way and people I'm not you know necessarily friends with but if they reach out to us like really making sure that they feel heard and listened to mm-hmm. because they are I had a woman who called she was a little bit older and she wasn't able to figure out how to use the uh, card function on our webpage, like to pay with credit card. Mm. Like, Hey, yeah, just shoot me a call. Like I'll, I'll walk you through it or we'll take the order over the phone. And, you know, we just begin chatting and she starts telling me about what a hard year she's had and how she's buying the card. She's buying one for herself and one for her daughter Mm. and they're going to go, they're going to do it together. And, you know, her daughter lives far away and with the COVID they can't visit. And she just kind of, she just started kind of unloading on me about her life and then having the ability to listen. I know this isn't like the most philanthropic thing, but I think it, it has impact on people and even just small little gestures like that. You know, like I, I hope, you know, being heard and listened and having that little connection with someone over the phone, I hope it made her day a little bit better. Um, and, you know, maybe she takes that and kind of whatever feeling that gives her into whoever else she interacts with like I said they're kind of ripple effect Mm -hmm. that if she's having a slightly better day then maybe she has a better interaction with someone and they have a little bit of a better day and just little things add up it doesn't need to be you know oh my company donated x number of dollars or you know I you know spent hours and hours volunteering time those are both fantastic things Mm -hmm. but even small things like that um I think can really add up and are really important right now because community and just not feeling alone. Yeah. I think are really big things just with COVID and the pandemic and this weird new normal (laughs) we have now. Yeah, I definitely agree. One of the main reasons I actually started my own business is because I wanted to be able to be present with the people that I love and like anyone I'm interacting with or working with because I know when I was working a nine to five, like it was just always so like go, go, go. And it wasn't a nine to five. It was like a 7am to like 10pm. So like I was always on and I felt like I was never present with people. And I feel like that's like so important. So yeah, it's, totally agree. it's a huge gift that we give to people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a gift we give to ourselves too, but yeah. just the ability to be there and hold space for them and just be in the moment and listen huge yeah so I want to get into your best tips to be pretty AF (laughs) what is your number one travel tip I traveled really extensively I worked in the music industry Mm -hmm. I would tour um lived on a tour bus months of the year um very kind of like 
its own unique way of traveling. Mm-hmm. But the biggest tip I have there, whether it's you know traveling for work or for fun, I know this isn't very glamorous, but buying groceries when you're traveling, even like one meal per day, it's so much easier to eat healthy and to save money. So two birds, one stone. <laughs> you have a little bit more control over what you're eating. And the master of hotel room cooking now. <laughs> that's also, I mean, I, again, I have traveled, you know, 10 months out of the year. Yeah. So I, I've perfected the hotel microwave. But there's many different ways you can do it, too. Whether that's, you know, if you're staying on an Airbnb, a lot of times you, they might have, like, coolers or stuff to cook with. I mean, moderation. Like, still have fun, still go out, still treat yourself. Mm-hmm. But maybe just pack a lunch, you know. <laughs> but it'll add up for sure. Definitely. Do you have any tips for microwave cooking? <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> Oh man, like I had a recipe, I ate this so much, you can get like pre-cooked rice, like in a, like, like a bag, any grocery store, mm-hmm. and then like a sweet potato, and then maybe an avocado, and then maybe some source of protein. Um, I think at the time I was eating a lot of vegetarian, so you can get like, like Trader Joe's, they have like pre-cooked tofu, or mm. you can do this with you know meat or beans, like there's so many things that are just kind of queued up. Not like pre-made food, but stuff you can really easily prep. Yeah. Um, and just making these really awesome grain bowls. And I would travel with an empty Tupperware, mm. maybe two. If I was, if I had a lot of room in my suitcase. So I would make. It usually would make me two portions. So it was like microwavable rice, maybe like a Whole Foods. They have garbanzo beans, like like a can of beans, but they come in little tearaway pouches. Mm, yeah. So I would do like beans. Uh, I would microwave a sweet potato. Like stick it with a fork microwave it for like three four minutes until it's soft hmm. i take about half of that chuck up an avocado and then like maybe maybe a protein as well have a grain bowl and i'd have one in a tupperware queued up for the next day like, very very simple yeah um uh, but um some good good protein cheap yeah i've definitely gone on vacation and then felt like crap after like three days because it's just like all eating out and so different from yeah. what we're used to so even one meal, like the other two, have fun with, you know, go get your fun coffee and your fun pastry, you know, go nuts at dinner, but like lunch, <laughs> you can keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Make sandwiches even. Like there's so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. What is your number one wellness tip? Uh, my number one wellness tip for me has been just moving. I have days where I definitely don't have gym motivation or, you know, during the lockdown, maybe we can't use the gym or just sometimes you just I'm not in the mood to do it but I always 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 feel better so if I'm unable to to go to the gym going on a walk Mm -hmm. um just anything that gets my body moving for 30 minutes to an hour just you know go find a place to go walk around um go to the gym go do a like at home workout I guess not go but you know um, there's so much stuff online now with like YouTube or different subscription services but the, the trick is making yourself do it when you don't want to yeah. now I mean if you're injured or recovering definitely still listen to your body like mm-hmm. don't force yourself to do stuff but I definitely like in the morning sometimes I'm like oh like mm, I don't really feel like it <laughs> I know I will feel better afterward mm-hmm. um, just a little bit of movement goes a long way um, and not even from like the, oh, I'm going to get in like great shape. No, it's purely just like the mental benefits, like all those endorphins. Yeah. 
feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I notice whenever I'm not taking my like walks regularly, um, my stress is just so much higher. And then I start doing it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, <laughs> I don't have to feel I the know. stress. <laughs> it's so easy to just like forget and like, or like you're like, I just don't really want to. And then you do it and you're like, I forgot how good this makes me feel. Yeah. This is like almost a daily thing for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm continuously amazed how much better I feel with, again, something so little. Like, I'm going to go walk for half an hour in my neighborhood. <laughs> what is your number one life tip? My number one life tip, I we kind of already talked about it, but I think would be gratitude. Gratitude journaling has helped so much for me just to, I think, become more aware of this and just to make the practice a little bit more natural but just being thankful for everything that I do have and it's been so easy for us to get into these down spirals or get bummed out or like oh like I can't travel or I can't do all the things I wanted to do this year Mm. Mm. but instead like just think about all the things that are going well for you and finding like I said these win-wins you know hey if I'm doing this and I hope it works out and I hope it's great and that's a win but if it doesn't work out what are not we're not just be bummed that it didn't work out. We gotta find like the win win to it. Like I will mm-hmm. hey, I'm going on a date with someone and win win, like I will either it's gonna work out awesome or I'm gonna learn something from it and or I'll get a good story or yeah, there's always a good meal. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'll have great girl chocolate later about how terrible this was. <laughs> you know, like everything like that. I'm like, hey, well, you can do that with so many things. And I truly, I think this is what gratitude journaling has just rewired my brain. But just, you know, well, it's a win-win. I'm, I'm either going to find a job right now and it'll be like in my old line of work and it'll be great. Or I'll go on a new journey into a new career and the universe wanted me to do this. And mm-hmm. This is my new path. Rather than like just being in the, oh, I'm just upset. Like my job isn't how what it used to be or like I waste all this time. Rather than just, you know, wallowing in the upset, mm-hmm. find the win-win to it. Um, and I, like I said, I really think gratitude journaling is how I've gotten to that point. And I think mm-hmm. it's really helpful. And even if you can't find the win-win and there are definitely situations where sometimes things just they they do kind of stuff it's important to like see that recognize it and just be like hey well this isn't good but it's not forever yeah and I'm gonna be stronger for having gotten through it and I am grateful for what I do have and just remembering even if it's little things you know I'm I'm grateful I, I made myself go on this walk today and I was able to relax a little bit or I'm grateful that you know I have food um, I'm grateful for you know, little things like that. There's even when things sound really bad, you probably have stuff that you can be thankful for mm. to some degree. So I think it's just a matter of finding those and remembering them and just being aware. And the more you do it, the more of second nature it becomes. Love it. Oh my gosh, we have to stop meeting like this. I'm totally kidding. But I wanted to let you know that I have three ebooks for free on my website and if you go to asleymaslow.com and click courses it's right under my courses i have one ebook on how to grow your instagram one on how to get started as an influencer on instagram and a third on how to make your first hire doing all the things that you currently hate 
doing. So I will let you get back to your episode, but I wanted to let you know about those goodies. So I wanted to thank you for answering all my questions and coming on the show. So can you share how people can find you, get your debt, contact you? Yeah, of course. Um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. My handle is at Roya Hartsview, all written out. Um, R-O-Y-A-H-E-A-R-T-S-Y-O-U. <laughs> and then, or through my business. So uh, Booster Stacks is the name of my card deck. You can find us at www.boosterstacks.com. Or on any social media, our handle is at Booster Stacks. And yeah, we're just Google booster stacks. Um, yeah, pretty easy to get a hold of. And I love chatting with people and talking about all these things and you know, sharing all the random quotes I have in my head <laughs> from doing all this. Is there anything else that you wanted to share that you didn't get a chance to? I don't think so. I guess maybe just a nice little closing message is like, you can do hard things. Like I never really thought I didn't set out to get to this point. I, you know, dream big and manifest all those things are all great. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't set out to be like, I'm going to make like a multi-million dollar company. I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start and I'm going to figure it out. And I think I want people to kind of have that intention too. Like you can do hard stuff, everything you can figure out. We have Google, um, you can always reach out to people and ask questions, ask advice. There's so many people out there who've started businesses or they're, they've done the same journey you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So just reach out. You got to start somewhere and it'll work out great. And if it doesn't, at least you mm-hmm. learned a bunch of things and the next thing will work out. Yeah. Don't let yourself be intimidated or don't let the imposter syndrome get to you. Or mm-hmm. Don't be hard on yourself. Speak to yourself kindly. You got this. You can do yeah. it. Everything, everything will work out. I think one of my favorite quotes is something like, you've survived 100% of what you've been through. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. So that's in uh, our deck. It's, oh, is it? You've survived 100% of your worst days. Mm. And when people ask me my favorite, that is usually the one that I say. Oh, the perfect. other one is you get to be a masterpiece and a rough draft at the same time. Mm. Which yeah. They're both, they, I think they're both so much in like the vein of what we're talking about. Yeah. So this is the last question that I ask every guest. What does being pretty AF mean to you? I think pretty AF means, but on the inside, just being pretty is being someone that you you would aspire to be. Um, to tie it back to my cards, I didn't even intentionally think about this. We have another card that is be the person you want to have in your life. Mm. so just being whatever that energy is or whatever those qualities are whoever that person is that maybe you needed being that like you know I talked about listening earlier like sometimes you just need someone who can like listen to you when you vent or like when you need to talk about like how bad your day is well what a great gift if you can be that person for the other people in your life too because you know how good that feels when you have that so just being the person that you want to have being okay to be alone and being okay to just kind of be where you are and who you are Mm. I think that is probably like the most like pretty thing anyone can do Uh, because I think it's going to make you happy 
and I think that happiness is going to show through and that's that's what being pretty is. Thank you so much Roya for taking the time to chat with me on the Pretty AF podcast and if you haven't done so yet go check out the show notes check her out give her a follow and check out those booster stacks. I will see you on next week's solo episode. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Ozzy Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.